0: 19 minutes past 12 o'clock here on RSN Central on this Friday. We're about to be joined by Dean Evans. In fact, Dean's ready to go. He is going to take a close look at the McKinnon Stakes for us at Flemington tomorrow. Dean, thanks to Winning Edge Investments who have been sensational for us during the spring um, on RSN Central. Hello to you, Dean. Good afternoon, Gareth. How are you going? Good, thank you, mate. Have you enjoyed this week?
1: Yeah, look, a fantastic week. The uh, track has just played sensationally. Um, you know, it's, it's it's been nice, good tracks, but yet plenty of give, and so even horses like, you know, like the colt and very elegant have been able to put in supreme performances, and we've seen some absolute superstar like Fangirl and an Espiona who uh, you know just looked like she could be the next, uh, dare I say it, uh, yes, <laughs> you know, Winks She's she's very 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 good. What did, uh, the, so clock, what did, the,
0: what did the clock tell us about about uh, about Espiona's performance? Uh,
1: I, it, it tells me she's just an absolute A-grade superstar, and we've got a lot to really look forward to. I think that she could win pretty much anything they like put her in uh, in the autumn and, and beyond. I think she's, uh, she's going to be a superstar that's going to be talking about for a very, very long time. She ran some numbers that uh, uh, I haven't seen before, and I, I was talking to one of my uh, friends who, who, who's, who's part of a big punting syndicate too, and he said some of the numbers were astronomical. So, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's really she's very exciting. So, what
0: races do you think that she might be targeted for there next year? She's like,
1: well, yeah, you know, she's, she's a three-year-old filly, so she can sort of go through those, those, those uh, you know those three-year-old filly races. But you know, she she'd be good enough to to run in Doncaster. She'd be good enough to run in, in Cotswolds next spring. You know, I think she's. Um, I think uh, it's really whatever they set up for. She's, she's by extreme choice, so she's not sort of bred to. A stayer um, but uh, you know I, I think it's, it's going to be a case of uh, what they like to set her for they'll have a fangirl there too so they might want to keep them apart
0: yeah we can get well, we can get $18 for her to win next year's W.S. Cox Plate
1: um, yeah look I don't usually bet most of races that early but uh, look she's, she's, she's going to be right in the next I can tell you that
0: even if, Chris, he would never do this, but if he paid the late entry fee for a Kingston Town Classic over in Paris, you'd win that by about 20 lengths. So, no, she's exciting. It's always great to unearth another superstar, but Chris Waller just got a habit of doing it these days. Yeah,
1: he's been an incredible carnival, hasn't he? Both he and J-Mac uh, combining have been, uh, they've dominated again, um, and he's, he's got a real knack of finding uh, a, a superstar horse and... As very elegant and and nature's trip, even though they're still at the top of the game, you know they're not going to be around forever. They might they might only have sort of a, a year a year left potentially, um, you know. And, and it's just amazing to see them have these, these up and comers that are going to come and yeah. take the mantle.
0: Now, what a wonderful train and that combination! is becoming legendary, isn't it? Really, McDonald and and um, McDonald and Waller. I think where Nature's Trip won. The Everest they combined for, that was their 250th victory together. And they're about to, I think, equal the record for the most successful jockey-trainers combination during a Flemington carnival if they combine for one more win, which they should with Nature's Trip and the Dali, and they equal Brett Preble and David Hall. So yeah. um, they're hard to beat.
1: They're hard to beat. You can do a lot worse following them in, yeah. um, they've had a sensational carnival, and, and some of j McBrides rides have just been perfect, you know, he just gets the horses in the right place, he you knows where really the best part of the track is, he, he stays out of trouble, um, he just
2: does everything
0: right. Yeah, superstar. What about um, tomorrow in the McKinnon Stakes? We'll start off with Holmesman, he's at $26 and $5, and we might hear what Sam Freeman has to say about his chances there, in the group one.
1: He spent... Most of the time at the water walker, we've just changed his training up a little bit as he's getting a bit older. It's nice to just change it all up. So haven't done a lot with him. He, he heads into that really fresh, so he's drawn a lovely gait. Um, well, you know he'll be there or thereabouts.
0: Can he win and cause a bit of an upset there, Dean? It,
1: it's interesting. You know, he, he, he was only beaten 1.6 lengths by Zaki in the do Shay Stakes at Eagle Farm, and then... Uh, you know, he ran fourth and, and Zaki ran third in the, uh, the Might and Power and now sort of, uh, Zaki only beat it by sort of a head. So when you look at how much of Zaki's been dominating other horses, Holmesman's almost been the horse that's got closest to him. Um, but I, I still think, uh, you know, he's an eight-year-old now, Holmesman, homesman. He's going to be on what well, I think is going to be a strong speed here. He, he, he's going to, uh, you know, I have a feeling that Zaki... You know, James was not going to take any prisoners here. I think he's going to go straight to the front on Zaki and set a very, very solid tempo. Um, and my concern is I, I just think Hunsman's going to be chasing, uh, you know, and taking a field up to Zaki, and that's going to be quite a task. Um, and I just wonder whether he's going to be found out late by uh, some, of them, some of the younger guns in this
0: race. What about Cascadian? He was placed in the Cantala last week. Brett Preble takes the ride for James Cummings.
1: Yeah, like this is the first try over over 2,000 metres. and kept to, to a mile, uh, you know, his, his whole career so far. He, he was a good run in, in the Cannes, um, and, and they can back up to this race and run really well, but sort of 2,000 metres weight for age, I, I just have some others that I, I've got rated uh, higher than him.
0: What about Superstorm, the three for Danny O'Brien and Luke Carey. He won the Cantala, but can he be as effective as he has been over the mile then um, at, at the 2,000 metres, I guess, is the big question. That is
1: the big question. And, you know, he, he's certainly a supreme, you know, group one miler and a very, very good horse. Uh, we're very happy to see him on the Cantala. But um, uh, the, 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 the 2,000 metres is the query, but, you know, horses backing up, you um, from, from Derby Day, have a really, really good record in this race in, in recent years, uh, and I just, I just can't d- discount the horse with, with Danny O'Brien. Um, you know, he's sort of he's run okay over over two thousand metres and eighteen hundred metres a couple of times, and uh, I can't discount him. But the two thousand is going to be the query with him.
0: What about Zaki? We're getting 250, 260 for him now.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's going to keep drifting a bit. Actually, I, yep. I think uh, you know he's, he's just. Is coming off that subpar run. Obviously, the huge positive for him is to get Jay Mack back on, who, who knows him very well and rides him so well. And, and I think she's going to ride him a lot more aggressively. Uh, and so we're going to really see the peak of his powers. I just think it's hard. You know, he's coming off a 28-day break. Um, he has, and there's just that question mark over, over how well he's going. And I, I think, uh, for me, it's just hard to dive into the same price that he was in the Cox plate when he was sort of ready to go and hadn't had that setback. Um, against a couple of other horses that I just think are actually better suited uh, against him, um, you know, this this time in.
0: We might hear what Annabelle Nisham has to say about Zaki, the favourite for the McKinnon.
2: But, you know, James will know that the one thing I want him to do, which is what he'll want to do naturally anyway, is just let the horse into a... let him be in a rhythm. Um, the Doombin Cup win. You know, they were—they went quick. I know people are saying they went quick. Of course, they, you know, there w- wasn't a dawdle in the might power, but it, they didn't go that quick. Um, when you compare it to the Doomban Cup, they were they were really rolling, and he loves being ridden like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just leave it to James. He'll ride him on instinct. He'll ride him on field. Um, so where he's going to be in the run, I don't know, but, yeah, you'd, you'd expect he's going to be pretty
0: handy. All right, then. So, Zaki will set the tempo. What about Kai Nortique the five? He didn't get a start in the Cox Plate. I think the connections and Matty Smith are out to prove a point, I think, at Flemington on Saturday.
1: Yeah, they are. I think it's the same. they didn't get to run in the Cox Plate. You now the Cox Plate, also have run in the Cox Plate, have, have won this race for sort of, uh seven times in the last 10 years, and I think it's the, it's the right form reference and right race to out of and I think the fact that he didn't get that run, he didn't, didn't run at the Crazing Blade either, um, so he hasn't run for 35 days, and for me, I think that's the big issue for a horse who already he's certainly uh, very good over a mile, but perhaps the question mark over the 2,000, I think a really hard run 2,000 with Zaki, being a very strong tempo. You know, I, I like uh, my as a horse, but I just think he might find it tough off a, off a five-week break.
0: How does Dallassan improve to be competitive with some of those Cox plate horses
1: but I really like Dalasan. I think I, I can't believe he's forty-one dollars. It's astonishing. Yep. If, if you have a look at that run in the Queen Elizabeth um, last prep, he, he run third to a day, but very elegant. Only beaten, uh, you know, a length by by a day, and only to a half a length by a very elegant. He's beaten home, think it over. He obviously dominated in Sydney, Sir Dragon A, Mother and and Molunga in that field. Uh, he, he bounces off uh, a midfield cockpit run which, again, this is, it's a supreme form line for, for this race. There's plenty of horses uh, who've who won this race at, at big odds, like the likes of Flyglance, Awesome Rock, uh, who sort of finished midfield in a cock's place and then bounced out of that and won this race uh, one or two weeks later. Um, you know, he's he run third in the Epsom recently. Uh, you know, he, he, he was narrowly beaten by Private Eye in that race, um, but he had to give Private Eye 2.5 kgs, and Private Eye comes here. Uh, you know, at a substantially lower price. Um, it just plays up really well for and I don't think he handles many Valley, so I, I can forgive that he didn't run quite as well in the, in the cost statement that didn't suit him. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's won twice at Flemington, he likes to sing out of the ground and.
0: Yeah, I'm really surprised this horse for $41. Yeah, I think he's $34 now with the tab, but you just talked me into Dallas, um, <laughs> Yeah, you've done well there. You do make a lot of sense. Um, he is a big price. Like, how can he be as close to Kaihai Nautique in the market? He's at $41, and there's a big gap between him and, say, Mawonga, who's the next horse we'll, we'll um, have a look at here. Let's hear what his trainer, Annabel Neesham, had to say. Uh, he's a big chance, and
2: he... He likes, he's had two runs at Flemington. They've both been really good runs, 60 for the Kybe Diva, uh, three starts back. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think probably he's going to suit him better than, than the Valley. And hopefully, I know there's been a bit of rain around on the day, but I think he's going to be better on a firmer surface, which he should get. You know, it should be a firmer surface than what, what we saw him on it at uh, Mooney Valley.
0: So he's another horse there, Dean, that comes out of the Cox Plate.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, it's interesting, again, when we sort of talk about the market, Gareth, like, you know, he was sort of $9, $8 in the Cox Plate before he came out. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and so a lot of people were keen on him in the Cox Plate. I, I didn't think it was the right race for him. I, I'm not convinced he won a really, really strong 2000, even though he managed to win the Rose Hill Guineas. But, you know, he's won that good fourth in the Cox Plate. Um, he just comes in here, again, in better shape than Zaki. He's obviously off the 28-day break having missed that run. Um, and, and I think at $8.50, again, he's just such a strong chance. Just that, that midfield cockpit run has profiled so well for this race, year after year after year, it proves the period superior form line by a long way. Um, he, has won, he has won over 2,000 metres at group one level. Uh, she's right about Flemington. You know, he's only just beaten by incentivising in the Triby Diva. Uh, a big chance, and $8.50 looks a really nice price.
0: What about Private Eye with the different form lines coming from Sydney?
1: Yeah, look, it just seems like a bit of an afterthought to me. Uh, you know, he won the Epsom, but we 52 and a half. He, he's up to fifty-eight and a half. and a but wait for age here. Over 2,000 metres, first way, no going. You know, I just think he's under that 11 just because, you know, he's a super horse, but it's just not the right mm-hmm. sort of prep, and it's a bit of an afterthought.
0: He's James Cummings on Collad, he also has a chat about Cascadian here.
1: And listen, our horses have had they've both had a good week. We... we uh, we're delighted with the way they're moving. I mean, Cascadian's pulling his rider around in the morning, and uh, and Colette and colette has got her tail in the air. She pulled up fantastic. It looks like she's got. It looks like she's got um, well and truly got a, this, this this run in her. I just hope we've been able to do enough work with her this week because she's looks, looks like a machine. I see there's a bit of um, a bit of cloud cover hanging over Ascot Vale right now. There's a bit of rain forecast for tomorrow. That won't hurt.
0: So, Colette, if the rain does come, is she all of a sudden the horse to beat, your thoughts there?
1: Yeah, yeah, very very strong, very strong chance. Obviously, uh, you know, there's an Oaks winner so the two thousand meters will be will be fine. She was really impressive in the empire. Lows, uh, you know, great ride by by Ollie, um, very good closing sectionals and like you say, you know, that was on a good track and, and she might just get a little softer track here. Uh, and absolutely, she rates very highly in the front.
0: Yeah, and, and then Hungry Heart, the 10 for Chris Waller and, and Kara McAvoy. She was pretty good in the Empire Race.
1: She was. She seems to just be coming right at, at the right time. she one of the vine and the oaks, um, you know, in the autumn. So uh, she's coming right at the right time. My only query, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to rain on the day. And I, I just think she's a real dry track horse. The, the greasy tracks um, have sort of you know been where she, she's flopped a bit previously. So, uh, look... I can see her running a really nice race. I, I can't have a win, but, uh, you know, I think she'll run another good race.
0: All right, then. Um, who are you tipping at the end of the day?
1: Well, look, I think the best value is Dallas down at $41 by a long way. I think, uh, you know, an each-way ticket on him is, is certainly advised. But, you know, I, I think Mawanga and are the two bets, at sort of uh, uh, $7, $8 and uh, $4.80 piece.
0: All right, then. So you're taking on Zaki? Yeah,
1: it's a Take him on on the, on the, on the profile, on the, uh, you know, the fact that he's coming off a poor previous run and he's at the temperature, 28 day break. I think there's a few negatives, he's a superstar horse, but if there's a race to take him on, it's probably this one.
0: All right, mate. We've loved your insights throughout the carnival as well. Um, sensational stuff. Good luck tomorrow with your team. And, of course, if any of the RSA 927 listeners want to get involved with Winning Edge Investments and follow all of your form analysts um, throughout Flemington tomorrow and the other meetings and other sports, all you need to do is head to the website, follow the prompts, and you type in RSA 927, you get 50% off. That's right, yeah.
1: Great Bargain. for all your listeners and... Uh and uh, hope they've got a, a great carnival, and uh, yeah, looking forward to, to tomorrow.
0: You're back at winner already. Fifty percent off, great stuff. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Dean Evans there.